Go. In the late 1970s, Barry Seal, a pilot for commercial airline TWA, is contacted by CIA agent Monty Schaefer. He asks Seal to fly clandestine reconnaissance missions for the CIA over Central America using a small plane with cameras installed. Later in the 1970s, Schaefer asks Seal to start acting as a courier between the CIA and General Noriega in Panama. During a mission, the Medellin cartel picks Seal up and asks him to fly cocaine on his return flights to the USA. Seal accepts and starts flying the cartel's cocaine to Louisiana. The CIA turns a blind eye to the drug smuggling, but the DEA tracks Seal down. To avoid the authorities, Schaefer moves Seal and his family to a remote town in Arkansas called Mina. Later, Schaefer asks Seal to run guns to the Nicaraguan Contras based in Honduras, Central America. Seal soon realizes that the Contras are not serious about the war and starts trading the guns to the cartel. The CIA set up a Contra training base in Mina and Seal flies the Contras in, but many of them escape as soon as they arrive. Lucy's freeloading brother JB moves in, needing a job from Barry. Eventually, he starts stealing money from the Seals and is caught by Sheriff Downing with a briefcase full of laundered cash and is arrested. Barry gives him money and a plane ticket to Bora Bora so he can leave. JB demands weekly cash and insults Lucy. Barry tries to chase him, but JB's car explodes. It's implied Jorge Ochoa had JB's car rigged with explosives, killing him so that he wouldn't snitch. Eventually, the CIA shuts the program down and abandons Seal to be arrested by the FBI, DEA, and other law enforcement agencies. <coughs> Seal escapes prosecution by making a deal with the White House, which wants evidence the Sandinistas are drug traffickers. They ask Seal to get photos that tie the Medellin cartel to the Nicaraguan Sandinistas. Seal manages to get the pictures, but the White House releases them as propaganda against the Sandinistas. Seal is prominently shown in the pictures, which leads to his arrest, and to the cartel plotting revenge. Seal is convicted but given a light sentence. Thousand hours community service for the Salvation Army. Eventually, after moving from motel to motel each night, Assassins sent by Pablo Escobar and the cartel locate Seal and kill him. The CIA then seizes all the evidence to avoid being implicated in drug smuggling. The CIA subsequently begins the Iran-Contra affair. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. I am Joe Spiegel, and sitting across from me is the ever-so-hacking... Mike Sutherland. <laughs> Dude, we've been getting over colds for fucking ever. I... You have gotten, you've gotten two colds. I've gotten two colds, but you've healed a lot quicker than I have. You just want to blame my fat? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> You're fat. You're fat, Freddy. So um, he's got the coughs now. <coughs> I'm at the end. I'm at the ass end of my coughs, and hopefully they're going to you know, disappear. But you can hear the deep scratchiness in my voice, so it's not completely gone yet. So I've got this comforting glass of ice water to... Oh, yeah, make everything go down so smoothly. All right. So, yeah, we're going to talk about our opinions of American Made and whether uh, if we liked it or not, huh, Mike? All right. So. <laughs> All right. Well, what? we're going to do something a bit different. Oh, you want you want to change it up? We're going to do something a bit different. Different. Okay. Ready? Well, you sound like you're going to start a song or something. What? Yes, sir. <laughs> we're going to do truth or Truth or Not. Okay. Was Barry Seal... A commercial airline pilot for TWA. Yes, he was. All right. You are right. However, (laughs) 
I was on the site. He does not look like Tom Cruise. No. At but, all. Look, I could look I, I could visually make that guy like I could see Tom Cruise like fattening up his face and looking a little bit like that guy, but still no. Was Barry Seal recruited by the CAA while he worked for the TWA? Absolutely not. You are correct. His boredom with piloting commercial flights leads him to perform stunts that cause the oxygen mass to fail, fall and frighten passengers, which is that's in the movie. This draws the attention of the CIA, <laughs> which is in the movie. Yeah. Operative Monty Schaefer, who doesn't exist. Yeah. Or if he did, it's a cover. <laughs> no, it's supposed to be like uh, a bunch of... Amalgam or whatever yeah, you call it. Yeah. A bunch of different people bunch of all shot together. <laughs> the real Barry Seal claimed that he started running covert operations for various government agencies as late as the 1950s when he was a member of the Civil Air Patrol, but who knows? All right. He started doing things like flying guns for the CIA to revolution Cuba, revolutionary fighters in Cuba, and flying operations for special forces in Laos just prior to Vietnam. Which, okay. All right. What else you got? I thought that he started. Wasn't he like sixteen in nineteen fifty? I don't remember. I just remember he got fired in like nineteen seventy two. But in the movie, he quits in like seventy eight. Yeah, he was hired by TWA in nineteen sixty four. Okay, so that would work out. Yeah. Uh, did Barry Seal resign as TWA pod to carry out covert operations? No, he did not. He got fired. Right. For what? He got fired for, I always mix this up. It was either he was smuggling explosives on his sick, uh, he was like off on sick leave and he was either smuggling explosives or it was, uh, drugs. Trafficking weapons. Or, or fuck it. Well, look, look, a bomb is a weapon. He was. A bomb is a weapon. Yeah, technically. <laughs> technically. Uh, he was fired from TWA in 74 for falsely citing medical leave when he was actually trafficking weapons. He was arrested by the U.S. Customs Service for flying 1,300 <laughs> pounds of explosives to anti-Castro Cubans. <laughs> My back's killing me, but I got to run these guns. Does Monty Schaefer exist? <laughs> we, already, we already went through that one. No. Fact-checking American May revealed that Monty no. Schaefer is a fictional character created to represent Barry Seal's contacts at the CIA. There can is I, no real-life Monty. Can I say this real quick before I forget? No. I like Domino Gleason as an actor, and every time I see him, he surprises me again as a, in another role. But I'll tell you this: I still always forget that he's in The Force Awakens. His yes. character is completely wasted in that fucking movie. Well, for now, yeah, for now, he's kind of like he's kind of like General Tarkin or Governor Tarkin, yeah. but not. You know, it's you know, but more um, uh, strung, <laughs> highly strung. Yeah, he's just he's he's um he's more like Admiral Piet. Uh-huh. Is that right, Admiral Piet? I think it's Admiral. He reminds me yeah. of uh, Ben Mendelsohn's character in Rogue One, how when he throws the fits when he's angry because he wants to be more powerful than he is. Right. Yeah. I always forget that character's name. But. Uh, not Admiral Piet. It's the other one. The one that got fucking choked by Vader yeah, yeah. for coming in too close to the system. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. He is as useless as he is stupid <laughs> or reckless. He's as reckless as he is stupid. All right. Did Barry Seal meet Lee Harvey Oswald? Yes, he did. In 1950s. Yes. I don't remember how, but I, I yeah, I ran into him. Uh, Who are the, all these Cubans that are with you, Harvey? Is Barry Seal's wife in the movie based on a real person? Yes, but they use the name Lucy, not Debbie. I don't know why. Yeah, they, they do. That's a fucking major change. They, goddamn, that was. They do that shit with other movies, man. And for this one, it didn't seem necessary at all. Look, the only thing I could think personally is that that someone high up wanted that specific actress to be in the movie 
And she said, I'll only be in the movie if I get to have a zero gravity sex scene with Tom Cruise and uh, you got to call me Lucy. The zero, <laughs> the zero gravity sex scene was all made up by I know, I know. Doug Lyman. <laughs> While he was with Tom Cruise in a plane and he did that yeah. and they went zero gravity. Yeah. Was Barry Seal really working for the, both the CIA and Pablo Escobar? Uh, not the CIA, but he was working for Pablo. He was indirectly. He would never met the man. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't meet him until like two years before his assassination. Yeah. Um, Del so Han. There was, there was no parties like in the movie. Del Han <laughs> states in his book about Barry Seal's life, Smuggler's End, the life and death of Barry Seal. Del Han is an actual CIA agent. Did you see the, his pictures of him in the uh, Cadillac when he got killed? There is, yes. There is no evidence to support claims that Barry Seal worked for the CIA. Han was part of the task force that pursued Seal in the 80s. That's why he wrote the book. In his book, he uses doc- case documents and first-person accounts to dismiss this idea and other half-truths. Do you ever notice that every time you see photos, real-life photos of someone who's been killed in a Cadillac, th- you always expect their last name to be Manano or something? No. However, Manano. Banano. Banano. Yeah. It's a mafia thing. No. He's in a Cadillac. No. Dying a fucking caddy. Some still allege the opposite, that the government turned a blind eye to Seal's drug running in order to use him to deliver weapons to the Nicaraguan rebels. Basically, Seal would fly over the guns and smuggle back drugs. It's certainly possible, and if that's what the movie pro- and that's what the movie proposes. It's also possible that Seal had no involvement with the CIA in the 80s, given there's nothing to support the claim but rumors in the least his exploits with the CIA and agent air quotes. Monty Schaefer, the movie, are largely fictional and based on speculation. In his research for the book, they only confirmed connection Han could make between the CIA and Barry Seal was in 84 after Seal had started working as an informant for the DEA. Um, Seal made an estimated $60 million off smuggling drugs into the country and became one of the richest people in America. Uh, In real life, Barry Seal was a drug smuggler first and foremost. And that was has never been disputed. In yeah. fact, he's always said that too. Barry yeah. Seal has always said that. Was what was the Iran Contra affair? Uh, oh God, it was. <laughs> it was the Oliver North story. <laughs> the U.S. plotted to secretly help the rebels overthrow Nicaragua's communist Sandinista government. Yeah, money for the sale of weapons to Iran was used to help fund the rebels in Nicaragua. However. The U.S. needed a way to get to covertly get the funds and weapons to the rebels using pilots like Barry Seal was a means to an end. But what did Iran have to do with it? During the Iran-Contra affair, the U.S. plotted to help the rebels overthrow Nicaragua's communist Sandinista government. Money from the sale of weapons to Iran. To Iran. Okay, okay. I got it. That's the second time. All right. Don't stop. When did Barry Seal begin smuggling drugs? Um, Early 70s, early no late yeah, I'd say early 70s. Right. The yeah. movie proposes that he began smuggling drugs in 1980. However, in the very first paragraph when we were talking about this, Barry began smuggling drugs <laughs> sometime around the age of 26. So 1970s when he was working for TWA yeah. when he got fired. Here we go. 1972 by U.S. Customs Services for flying 1,350 pounds of plastic explosives to anti-Cubans via Mexico. Tra- well, that's trafficking weapons, but pretty sure he was doing it at the same time. Because there was also, at the same time, he was also doing marijuana. Uh-huh. All right. So. That was a nice Q&A. Well done yet. <laughs> we got more. Uh, yes. Um, 
Barry's widow, Deborah Seal, says that he began smuggling drugs in 75, first focusing mainly on marijuana. Seal's DEA file supports this, noting that he was smuggling marijuana as early as 76, then adding cocaine to his resume in 78. How did Barry Seal become a drug smuggler for the Medellin cartel? That one, I think, was... Uh, <laughs> shit. That was... <laughs> he got arrested, didn't he? It yes, was, he did. Yeah, he got arrested, and... Uh, he made contacts because of it. Um, he met contacts and in jail, and 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 he just you know friend of a friend hook up you know kind of thing like like something like that. He was caught in Honduras with forty kilograms of cocaine in nineteen seventy nine. He spent nine months in jail. Damn. He had a chance meeting with Jorge Ochoa's New Orleans business manager. <laughs> the Ochoa family, along with Pablo Escobar and others, were the founders of the Medellin cartel. The cartel were going to make hundreds of millions from the expose explosion of cocaine. Barry hundreds Seale. of millions. They made fucking billions no, upon billions. we're talking about just the 80s. All right. Uh, I love the fact that Barry Seal became known as El Gordo, the fat man. Yeah, I know, because of the, the, the guy on the plane. There's I, that picture, by the way. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> damn, that. look at that. Way. Yeah, good luck putting a fat suit on Tom Cruise. If you notice, the only time I ever saw Tom Cruise wear a fat suit was was in uh, <laughs> was in Tropic Thunder, and his forearms were the fattest part of him. I think he was supposed to look like a Weinstein. Did Barry Seal deal directly with Pablo? That's funny you bring that up. <laughs> Did Barry Seal deal directly with Pablo Escobar and other leaders of Colombians, Colombia's Medellin cartel? No, he did not deal directly with him, but he, he didn't even meet him until right before he died, practically. He didn't meet him yeah, until 1984. Yeah. Did Barry Seal have three children? Um, He did have kids. I don't remember how many he had. Five. Okay. But they only mentioned three in the movie. Yeah. Did Barry Seal really crash land a plane full of cocaine in a suburban... <laughs> no, that did not happen. Um, I think the reason why they did three is because it would have been completely unrealistic to have a, a wife that hot have five kids. Except he didn't have five kids with her. He had three with her. And so, he had two with other So people. it's more believable that they're three and they're young and she still looks young and hot in the movie. Yeah, except she doesn't even look like that. In the movie. Yeah. I in keep real saying, life, she doesn't even look like I keep like purposely that. saying in the movie. Right. Doesn't matter. Did Barry really move his operations from Louisiana, Arkansas? We've already established <laughs> because that. Because we wouldn't believe... We wouldn't believe that he had five kids if she, if she looked that hot. You're like, no, no, no. How much money did Barry make smuggling drugs into the U.S.? $60 million. Right. $60 million. He yeah. made as much as 500000 per flight smuggling cocaine into the United States. Yeah. In the movie, they make it look like he has even way more than that because the shit's fucking everywhere. He's got it stored in his hangar. Dude, He's got that's it buried in the yard. fucking $60 million. I know. It's a lot. You make it in the 80s? Jesus Christ. Oh, no, I'm not saying it's not a lot of money. You can't spend it all. I, I agree. It's a shit ton of money. I'm just saying that it looked like he had a lot more than that. In and they made him look like Pablo Escobar in the movie in the show Narcos with all the money he had. Yeah, that's that's true. Because <laughs> you know, because like, you can't spend it. Because there, yeah, it was he spent what was it like a spent over a Escobar spent like over a million dollars a month on just rubber bands to close up to just hold his money together. It Did was, Barry Seal's wife know he was a drug smuggler? She says no, but. Uh, but yeah, that, which is so weird because it sounds con- contradicting. Because then she, you read something where she said that oh he'd been doing it since like seventy right something. So I think she, she was just feigning ignorance so she didn't get in trouble. The zero gravity love scene never happened. He no. put the plane in a parabolic arc and pinned me against the ceiling. And right in that moment, I had this inspiration, <laughs> fooling around on a plane. Blah blah blah. <laughs> is America made a biopic? It is a very very loosely based biopic. It's like, uh, God, it's it's almost some of this shit really happened. It's well, I don't. 
it's more loosely based than say Braveheart, but it's you know Braveheart's a biopic, but it's extremely loosely based as well. This well, one's just way or I was Barry Seal as likable as Tom Cruise's American-made character. Uh, yes, they loved him. He, he made people laugh. Barry stole an airplane. He took it out for a test flight and never came back. This is from somebody <laughs> in South America. It turns out Barry flew the plane all the way back to the United States. The man said that despite the incident, he was still very fond of Barry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, mind if I take it for a spin? Dude, sure. He, he was the jolly old fat man, dude. See you he, later. I fucking love the guy. Does Tom Cruise look like Barry Seal? Uh, no. <laughs> he looks like a fat Tom Brokaw. Good job, though, on fucking uh, costume design. Yeah. The the really good fucking job. I, I love the authenticity, and that's that's there. How was Barry Seal caught? He was... Oh, oh God damn it. Um... Oh, he uh, he got convicted of something. He got convicted, and then he actually went to the DEA no. and or the White House or somewhere. No. And we made a deal with them. They didn't Barry come- Seal was arrested by customs officials in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, for trying to smuggle two hundred thousand units of Quaalude. Mm-hmm. I know it wasn't like in the movie. I know that it was different. Did Barry Seal offer to become a federal informant to prison to avoid prison time? Fuck yeah, I did. Yes, they referred him to the DEA administration. Took a took him up on his offer. Uh, Seal became a federal informant in 84. Yep. His cooperation led to many convictions as well as indictments against Escobar and Ochoa, two of the founding members of the cartel. Hmm. Ochoa was arrested in Spain, but due to pressure from the cartel, was never extradited. As an informant, did Barry Seal really bring back photos and drugs as part of his undercover work? Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, but by it the way, wasn't as long-term with the CIA like they made it look in the movie. Yeah. And that photo that was in the movie that they released. Yeah. That happened later. Yeah. Um in nineteen eighty six and not, not in, in in the in the time. Yeah. Did Colonel Oliver North inadvertently get Barry Seal killed? Uh they don't know. It's specula it's all speculation. Yeah, that's speculation. However, uh Jacoby later said that North was not a source and that it was a deceased special forces and CIA guy named Ted Lunger, who at the time worked as a staff member for Dan Daniel. And from what I've read, that Representative Dan Daniel was dead at the time that this happened. So, I think that they they used him for what they could use him for, and then didn't give a shit when he died. Right? Did the cartel put a contract out on Barry Fuck Seal? Fuck yeah, they did. Why wasn't Barry Seal forced into witness protection? Because he didn't think he needed it. Ah, he had a long talk with his wife. I remember. I recall, and they they just decided he decided he didn't need it. Right. Does director Doug Lyman have ties to the story? Yes, he does. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it, it's it's a cool little quinky dink. Doug's father, Arthur L. Lyman, ran the Senate investigation into Iran-Contra. Hmm. Arthur, the chief counsel, investigated the CIA and questioned Colonel Oliver North, who was depicted in American Made. Doug Lyman had previously modeled Chris Cooper's villain in The Born Identity after North, which reveals Lyman's feelings about the controversial figure North, which means that he also believes that North is the guy that's responsible for Barry Seal's death. Oh. Did Tom Cruise do all of his flying in the movie? Yes. Tom Cruise loves to do his own shit, man. Yeah. The, how does Barry Seal's family feel about the movie? Um, I don't think they like it because it's uh it's it they, everything is it's fake. <laughs> Lisa Seal Friggin I guess that's a Fragon. Friggin. 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 say Friggin. It's funnier. Barry's daughter from his first marriage sued Universal, claiming that the studio should have purchased Barry's life rights from her, not his third wife, Deborah, 
who they paid only 350 grand for. <laughs> in her suit, Lisa, who is not depicted in the movie, also claimed that there were factual inaccuracies in the script, including the fact that Barry had five children, not three, and that the movie falsely suggests he was an alcoholic and a reckless pilot. Uh, you have to be kind of a reckless pilot to take pictures, you know. At low fucking altitude at low like fucking that, altitude. Yeah. Were two pilots killed during the making of American Made? Yes. Yes, and the producers are being sued by left and right and forth and back. And that's all we got. That's all we got. All right, so let's walk. I, look, first let's go into what works about this movie, uh, what's good about it. Um, this movie is entertaining from start to finish. It is um, It is fun. It is, it is hilarious. It's well-acted, well-performed. It looks great. The... Um, I mean it. The, the there's like a digital shading on the movie. I don't know if it's intentional. It is. Or but but it looks like I'm looking at photos from 1970s. It looks like that because I've got photos from the 70s, and that's the fucking hue that that seems like to be in every picture. You know the hue of the era. Yeah, like I don't know, like there's just this yellowish fucking nuclear fucking haze all over everything. Fucking smoggy <laughs> tint to the world. Yeah, exactly. So the, the movie looks great, and um, it's it's. Yeah, like I said, it is Tom Cruise fucking sells it. He eats up the screen the whole time he's on. Um, the characters are game. They're they're fun. They um they back him up really well. Uh, I like the wife character played by Sarah Wright because even though she's the typical wife, she doesn't do that fucking that naggy naggy bullshit. She only the only time she nags at him is when it's shit that he's fucking up on. Right. You know, but she has his back no matter what. You know and. You know, they're in this together. And she knows once he fucking told her the truth about what's going on, she still had his back. And so she never, you know, turned on him. Right. And I like that. I like that realistic thing. Not that fucking, you know, that whiny, you know, bullshit. You know. So anyway, um, I and oh, dude, um, Gleason. Donald Gleason, uh, he is yeah, he's very energetic. I love all of his scenes in the office. Uh, with with this fucking coworker who's like jealous of him always getting all these fucking, you know, all these successful uh, runs with right. uh, with Barry and and all that shit and the and the office politics that go on and 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 yeah, it just the movie is fucking hilarious, dude. Um, it's got a bunch of shitload of great scenes. You know, you got the the zero G uh, sex scene, which is fucking hilarious. You got where they're partying, where they're having the guys in the fucking doing the rodeo thing, where they're throwing money into the fucking yeah. ring and. And uh, or the part where that one of the pilots is falls asleep and he fucking fucking hits the goddamn wing with his wing just to wake him up, man. And look, only an experienced pilot would ever even risk doing something like that because wings are very thin on purpose. Well, you, you can know. slap them. You know what I mean? It's still it, it, you're taking a huge risk trying something like that. So only an experienced pilot would really do that. Yep. And you know, just yeah, the whole movie's fucking entertaining from start to go. All right, that's what I got with what works for it. I think. For me, you know what this whole movie works. Um, even though it's m- mostly ninety nine percent bullshit, um, the man was made into a legend. <laughs> yeah, I mean Barry Seals is fucking—he's a three hundred pound man. Like if it was any more bullshit, he would have survived at the end with like a bulletproof vest on or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whether you call it Soldier of Fortune or what, it's a way of life for me. I enjoy it, and I'm going to keep doing it. That was Barry Seals. Um, Lyman describes the film as a fun lie based on a true story, uh-huh. and that and that's that when you go in and, and see the movie, yeah. whether you know, I mean, I hate seeing movies based on a true story. Yeah. I fucking dislike that shit. But going into because I you know watching Doug Lyman's Go and 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 The Born Identity, Edge of Tomorrow, and, yeah, The Edge of Tomorrow. Most of these, I mean, he's a good director. He, he's okay. 
He's not. I don't think he's a good director. He's an okay director, you know. But this movie changed my mind because the shots, the 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 planes, you know, how they were flying low and taking pictures, yeah. and and the script, everything about this movie is fun. Yeah, you know, there's there wasn't a moment in this movie that I was like. This is this is fucking boring me. I need to leave. I think this movie does everything right that War Dogs did not do right. And War Dogs was a good movie as well. Right. I think it was underrated. This is a much better movie. This is a much better movie. I agree. Yeah. I think I, I went back and looked at my War Dogs review and I gave it a fucking eight. And I'm like, no. that was a little high, Joe. <laughs> I might have been a little high or something. I don't know. Yeah. I fucking can't believe it. I think because I really liked it. I think my first impression was I really liked it. That's why. Yeah. But I, I think now if I went back on it, I would probably give War Dogs a seven. Um, that's how much I liked it. But this yeah. one is definitely better than that. This one I gave an 8.5. Right. Um, all right. Uh, anything else you liked about it? Um, no, I mean, I, dude, I liked the whole movie. Domino Gleason was great in this movie. Mm-hmm. The guys that played his, uh, his buddies, the other airplane guys, yeah. they were funny as hell. JB. Yeah. I, I don't like, I don't like that character. I don't like that actor. That actor looks like that guy that would come around and bother you when you're a kid in school. And you don't want anything to do with him, right? He's that guy. Like every, you, like the mood. Caleb fucking, Landry Jones. The mood drops every. Like he was the asshole brother in Get Out. Remember the asshole brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's good at that. You can tell that he, he's he plays Banshee in X Men First Class. Yeah, so you can tell he's one of those actors that he knows where his his area is, where he knows he can rub people the wrong way. Well, he was uh, in No Country for Old Men. He was in Super Bad. Oh, fuck, he was the boy. I just watched it last week. Long shots, the last yeah, exorcism. Who was this little fucker on the bike? Contraband and Byzantium. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking uh, Bardem asked him for a shirt. Um, <laughs> after he gets hit by the car. Right. Um, I, I just. But you, you look, even though you don't like the way he looks, he did a good job. Right. He played that character right. And that's what I liked about his performance. Right. Even though his face, his face makes me want to fucking punch him. Yeah. You know, uh, he he brings in that tension to the film that works because right when you first see him, well, you got Cruz and doing his little documentary in front of the camera, right? Right. And he says JB, and he starts shaking his head, right? And then it cuts to JB showing up in the film, and you already know this fucker's gonna throw some kind of monkey wrench into shit, right? And he does. He does exactly what you know everyone was fearing he was gonna do, right? And his downfall ends up becoming kind of because of JB, right? So, um, I you know, it, good job. Fucking absolutely! I love I love that. Yeah, I my only complaint about the actors in the movie though that I can think of is Jesse Plemons as the sheriff. Right. My my problem is this: we both have grown to like Jesse Plemons over the few year, over the last few years, and he's a good actor and he can hold his own. And so to have him in a movie like this where he barely has any dialogue, um, and he most of the time when they they only showed him like three or four times in the entire film, and usually he doesn't say much. It bugs me because it's like a, it's like a, it's a talent that gets wasted. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That that's it. And, that, and that's a minor thing because this movie is so fucking good that that's a very minor complaint I have. All right, you got any negatives? Oh, uh, just JB. Just JB. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, little things I noticed like Tom Cruise's accent coming and going. Yeah, but that uh, I, his yeah. southern accent. I, but you know, I let it go. It that's f- the Kevin Cosner effect, <laughs> <laughs> right? And then. Uh, uh, what is it? Oh, this movie is so well done that this negative I have ends up not even really mattering. And it's this, this movie doesn't really have anytime something serious finally happens. The playful tone of this film keeps that from ever becoming serious in your, it doesn't, 
it doesn't have a, an emotional resonance to it because mm-hmm. the, the movie's made it too fun the whole time you're watching it. So even when he, you know, he gets killed at the end, you don't, it's not like, it's not like, oh my God. It's, they even cut to his wife fucking just working back at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Right. Right. It's like big fucking deal. It didn't even show her grieving or anything. It, so there, yeah, this movie, if, as long as you don't try to approach it, trying to get some kind of, uh, dramatic uh, uh, resonance from it um, then I think you'll be surprised at how just entertaining it is as a, as a comedy and as a as a as a drama you know uh, a bio drama quote unquote you know just try not to take it too seriously and the, the yeah the, the the historical bullshit didn't even fucking matter it, it really didn't and we have complaints about that sometimes yeah absolutely just, and, and in this one I, I don't have a complaint about it because I enjoyed all of it. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's a weird thing to go see a, a movie that's based on a true story, come out of it going, okay, that was, that was as bullshit as everything else, but yeah, it was entertaining. Exactly. So I give it a six. You're going, damn, I thought you'd go. No. You've been getting lower lately on shit, even and when you, you like it. You get tough. You have to get tough. Okay. I got you. All right. I think, yeah, I gave it 80, 80, uh, 85. Really? What were our predictions? You had a 69. <laughs> and I had a 48, and it's probably sitting at about 73. It's at 87. Really? Yes. All right. Uh, well, almost, closer. almost everybody fucking love that movie. Yeah. Uh, so, and then, you know, the next movie that we will be talking about uh, is going to be Blade Winner. Uh, Blade, Blade Winner. Blade Winner. Blade Winner. <laughs> quiet. I'm uh, hunting Blade Winner. <laughs> be very, very quiet. <laughs> I'm hunting rabbits. Yeah, we're going to see uh, the new Blade Runner, which uh, is getting, uh, like, like, I think every fucking critic is, is like, blowing... They're on their knees blowing this movie, except for there's like one person that gave it a negative review, right? Who's probably gonna get lynched anytime soon. Um, <laughs> but everyone else loves it. I, I've stayed away from the reviews, but I still you can't help but see, um, you know, a quote, you know, an article quote, or you know, the Rotten Tomatoes popping up and shit like that, which I'll still leave alone for now. But um, uh, I can't wait to go see that. We're gonna go see that very very soon, and uh, we'll let you guys know next time on uh, Cinescape Movie Reviews how right. that's gonna be. Cool. All right, so that's it, man. I'm me. You're you. Send <coughs> the shit. All right. Good show. Jolly good show. Jolly good show indeed. Hakuna Matata, bitches. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out at a couple of averagejoes.com and please make sure that you leave a comment and share the podcast. That would be awesome. Have a good night. This is the end. It's the end. Finito! The end, I tell you! We're all going to nibble the dust! Or go fuck yourself. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.